holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. There's something celebratory about Bubbles. Our ridiculous selection of champagne and sparkling wines will make the holidays pop. Who couldn't use a friendly wine elf? I can help you find the perfect bottle at just the right price. Deep frying a turkey this year? A rich and earthy Chateau Neuf de Pop would make an interesting pairing. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Hey guys, what's going on? This is um, Eric Broadus um, here again with a, a second podcast. I'm still new with this, so just bear with me. But yeah, just doing my, um, I guess, Sunday afternoon um, chores and, and ride around. And I'm considering going to go do my little DoorDash, you know, for a little bit. And then call it a night and get ready for... Monday morning, but um, for the day, I don't really have anything special that I want to talk about, but I don't know, just as I'm just riding around, and I'm looking at, um, man, um, certain parts of Sacramento, and I guess the effects of this um, homeless um, population, you know, and I was born and raised in New York City, you know, um, urban ghetto, of course, you know, and what, you know, from what I remember, you know, being in the hood or the ghetto, you know, um, obviously the, the broken glass, you know, the, um, the trash, um, pissy elevators, you know, I mean, typical stuff, you know, that would go in a, um, in an urban community, but, and obviously, being from a big city like New York, I grew up seeing a lot of a lot of homelessness and stuff like that, you know. But here in Sacramento, um, what I'm seeing here is um, kind of disturbing. You know, the homeless population, as everybody knows, um, has increased across America. But um, California has one of the biggest homeless populations that there is. And... When I first moved to Sacramento back in, um, like, 2000, I think it was, I moved to Sacramento in, like, 2007, you know, um, certain parts of it um, were actually um, really clean and well upkept. And they call Sacramento, Sacramento obviously is the capital of California, but its nickname is the City of Trees, you know. They have all types of trees um, out here. But um, when I first came here in 2007... It was um, obviously much cleaner, you know, and um, well kept. And you wouldn't see um, that I didn't see um, the types of of the population or as much trash and as garbage as I see now. And I would say probably in these last, I would say two years, I've really begun to notice a huge increase in the homeless population here. In Sacramento now understand something the Bay Area is worse in LA or like you know um, Southern California is really bad you know Skid Row is terrible you know they're up on the bridges and even even here in Sacramento they're up on the bridges but it's nowhere near as bad as it is in um, those particular parts of California but Sacramento it, it is bad and it's gotten worse and um, you know I was, I'm just here riding through I guess the Midtown area and I'm seeing all this trash and garbage all over the place. And it looks like um, like neighborhoods and areas that were well kept, 
are looking like they're beginning to start to to run down. So I really um, don't know exactly what is going on. I'm from what I'm hearing is that I guess maybe um, we're in a a recession, or even some may even say a depression, and because of job loss and the economy, you know. But yeah, it's um you know there are people out here that are sleeping in front of businesses in broad daylight um they're just laying you know and openly in public just squatting and it's getting to the point where it's increasing and i mean it's like the (laughs) the cops you know so what are they going to do you can't arrest all of them they got nowhere um to put them so i really really don't know but um you see them you know on the on the streets or at the um traffic signals with signs um, you know, some, you know, asking for money, some said they'll work for food, and I mean, there was one guy that even had, had a sign where he said that he was, um, said he was too ugly <laughs> to, um, to prostitute, <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, I had to laugh at that one, you know, I mean, if I could have got to him in time, I definitely would have given him, would have given him a tip for that one, but, um, it's really gotten really gotten bad here um, in California, and I see like um, a, a rapid decline. So, and obviously, um, I guess you know, like all people, I'm I'm pretty a productive guy. You know, I um, was in the in the military, and you know, I have my have steady employment, obviously, and I make make steady steady income as well, and um, you know, got a little a few side hustles. So maybe I've been in a bubble, but I don't really know exactly um, what's happened to cause this ra- such a rapid decline. And I'm talking about it's very noticeable. And you can see the desperation um, with people, and they even um, getting more and more bolder. Whereas people might have used to ask you for change or for a dollar. Some out here in California is um, putting a price on it, you know, and asking you for like $5. It's like, really? You know, but I don't know. And when I look at what's going on, I don't, you know, I've um, I've asked you know family members and friends that are in other parts of the United States. You know, is it the same where you're at? But I do see some form of decline, and it's begun to look like um, in America, it looked like there may possibly be like some third world conditions um, um, coming on. You know, because of our economy. And, you know, I know that, I guess, President Trump and Fox News, they have this claim that supposedly the economy is doing well. But I'm going to have to be honest, um, looking at it, you know, up front and Mike, from what I'm seeing, um, I don't see it. I, I do not see it. I see I see um, a, a decline. Um, and definitely in California, California is one of the most expensive parts of the country. But I see, you know, starting to see, um, you know, trash areas that used to be um, really clean and nice, you know, are um, trashy. And they are, um, start, it's like they're starting to let them go down, go to pot. Now, I do see certain areas that were that were urbanized or, or like maybe ghettos. And um, there's some gentrification going on. So you kind of got a, a, a reshifting or, or rebalancing where... Certain parts that used to be ghettos, um, you have people that are coming in that have the money and now they're moving in there, so they're moving them out. And then, you know, other areas 
where that used to be nice. Now you're seeing them looking trashy and um, like they're um, run down. But I, I don't know, you know. I am honestly perplexed as to what is going on. I've, and I've only, I've probably been in, in a bubble because I'm normally so busy, you know. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing this decline. I'm like, okay, you know, so what, what's going on here? Because now it's more noticeable. And I've even asked others, say, hey, is it just me? Or am I really seeing what I'm seeing? But, you know, others have confirmed. But I don't know. It's just something. But um, anyway, on my um, Sunday afternoon ride around, you know, just picked up some clothes from the laundry. You know, I had to drop off a load yesterday because I, I just gotten back from a trip from Ghana, Africa, uh, about two weeks ago, you know, so I was over there in, in Ghana about two and a half weeks, and honestly, I had a great, I had a great time, you know, um, I got a chance to, um, learn something new and different, and, and learn some history, and their culture, and understand Ghana is, um, when I did my ancestry DNA, um, Ghana is, is one of the countries where my ancestors are from so you know i got a chance to go over there and have some leisure time but also took care of business as well you know took care of business you know when um um opened up you know offshore accounts and um looked at some real estate so definitely and we'll be going back to make that purchase but the people were warm and definitely warm and genuine and it was a unique experience you know, I got to visit some of the, um, um, what was it, the, um, the, the slave, slave, slave castle, you know, where it was the port where they shipped off, um, um, the West, West Africans that were slaves and they sent them out to the Americas with the United States being the last one. I got to go to the Ghana Armed Forces Museum, you know, and learn some of their mili military history, um, how they help support Europe during certain wars, such as um, World War II. I, I'm not sure if they were involved in World War One, but I know definitely um, that Ghana was definitely involved in um, World War II, and they definitely helped the British out. As far as Vietnam and stuff like that, I can't remember, couldn't remember everything, but I have this stuff on my uh, on my YouTube channel. And just briefly, um, my YouTube channel is Eric Broadus YouTube. That's E R I C. B R O A D U S YouTube, so you, you can actually see the visuals and the, the footage that I uploaded. But it, it was definitely um, very interesting. The food was really good and um, lean and and low fat. I got to hang out with many of the locals in the village um, Bremen Femanyo village. You know where I was there and where um, they were honoring. Uh, one of my sister's former pastors who's a diplomat and a, a chief elder of this particular village so they were honoring him and also my sister is an ambassador you know for that village and she was sponsoring a, a, a non-governmental organization called living rain so i was there to support her for that you know and it was it was a i had a blast you know i really did i had a <laughs> definitely had a blast and getting a chance to um, experience Ghanaian culture, um, they are considered a, in terms of economy or, or wealth as a country, they're considered a middle class, a middle class nation. 
and they're fastly moving um, up to speed with the West. And then also you have to remember you have China investing and building over there in, in Africa and Ghana is the number one fastest growing economy in West Africa. That's the, you know, so out of those African nations in West Africa, they're, they're the lead, they're number one. And they're, it is growing. You have a expat community that is growing and expanding rapidly. Um, the expat community includes everything from um, people from America, um, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia. Um, you have um, uh, a, a fast-growing Lebanese community. Um, the obviously uh, Asian community, which is consists of um, Asians from different countries, but from the Asian continent, they're growing rapidly. You know, and others, others. Well, I can't even begin to name Nigerians over there. I mean, it's just growing and growing and growing. You know, like crazy. You know, so there's definitely um, lots of development going on. Infrastructure. Um, they're develop. They're introducing this year actually um, social programs like we have here. You know, disability insurance, um, um, welfare. They're going to a, a mortgage system. So they um, now you're required whether you're a non-citizen citizen or a resident of Ghana to have this um, ID card. So they're gonna they're starting a tax system where they're gonna have the, I guess the, the working or whatever like that, got have to pay um, certain taxes, you know, similar to, to the US and the rest of the Western world. So they're lining up, you know, and this ID card, it does have, have a chip in it also. So they're coming online with the rest of the West, but, um, and you know, I went over there and, and for me, I saw um, the investment opportunity and the potential there. So for anybody that may be interested in investing in Africa, you definitely want to take take a look at, definitely take a look at Ghana. It's definitely one country you want to take a look at. And I, I'm thinking, what is it? For, if you want to know about investment opportunities, I would say just probably Google it or go online. But I think I have the site. I think it's Ghana Investments. I, I can't remember the rest of it, but just go into Google, type in um, investment in Ghana and look for the particular ministry or government agency that tells you and gives you all the information. And as with anything, make sure you do your research. You know, you never want to um, invest money and, and time, especially somewhere foreign. I mean, we don't do that in the countries that we're from. So you definitely don't want to go to a foreign country and um, dot, you know, make sure you cross your T's and dot all your I's and get reputable people to help you that have integrity. That's the key thing. You don't want to be a foreigner that goes over there willy-nilly and you get ripped off. You know, it, it can't happen. They'll take it, some will take advantage of you, you know, and may overcharge you or, or anything. But... It's just a, just a heads up, you know, anybody out there that's got a few extra pennies that they want and they looking to invest in something, I would say definitely um, take a look at Ghana and, and Africa as a continent, but definitely Ghana. You know, you, you want to take a look at that and um, there, there's some potential, a lot of um, growth, growth potential there and you can dive in. But um, I mean, what did I find? Let me see, unique in Ghana. I'm trying to think. I really think what's unique in Ghana. Uh, oh. Okay, I, I got it. Um, the one thing I did find that was unique in Ghana is that how they were, how in Africa, how some of them they carry um, the items on their head, you know, and literally 
when I talk about, um, I thought New York City was the city of hustle that never sleeps. Um, Ghana, Ghana just um, knocked man, money making Manhattan out of, out of the block. And Ghana, they are on their grind 24 7. And literally, um, your, if you want to call them your street vendors, they sell, they, I'm talking about literally, you can be driving on your way home. And they are coming to you in the streets. They got the items, you know what I'm saying, in their hands, trying to sell them to you. And you can purchase them um, straight from out of your car window. And you can actually go shopping without even going to the store because they sell everything. They're selling you everything from food to freaking roof tiles. And I'd never seen anything like that. I'm talking about it. And they get their money. I mean, these men and women, they're, they're hauling, you know, running up, running up to the car. Make sure they get their money before you pull off from the traffic light in flip-flops. And booking it, but yeah, they you know they sell um sell everything, you know. So I thought that right there was um one aspect that was unique. Uh, another thing is, I guess for me being an American, African American, um, I was actually amazed that you know, and with the African South, they grow up speaking several different dialects or languages. You know, I know I believe in Ghana, definitely Ghana and Senegal. I think they may speak like maybe some French or some may even speak Portuguese. I mean, they speak, you know, different languages. I'm just like, wow, you know, and for those of you that are going to be going to travel international, I would say um, it always helps to be bilingual. And I know you can't learn a language for, you know, every every country, but even just knowing, you know, another language. You know, I would definitely suggest um, if any of you men and women that um, may be considering living part-time out of the country, um, make sure you learn the the local language if it's other than, say, maybe English or something like that. Because being bilingual, uh, it really, it, it'll help you be able to move and get around the country um, much easier. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, Ghana was definitely very inexpensive it was definitely inexpensive when i was there two weeks ago when i bought my they used a ghanaian cd and so it is like um i think it was something like five five point something cd to one u.s dollar you know so it's very very inexpensive over there um and um as far as cost living very low it, it, it is very low so um the u.s dollar goes a long way um, in Ghana, so that was definitely that was a positive. Now, some other things that you may have to um, get used to if you're not say in a um, um, in an area where it's like real westernized, you know, <laughs> you may have to take some cold showers that time, or maybe if the the water bladder runs out, you know, um, the water can cut off on you, and then you have to call to have the the guy come by and, and refill the bladder up with some more water. But I mean, yeah, I'm a prior military guy, so it's like cold showers ain't really much of a big deal to me. But uh, if you've never been out the country before, um, there's some things you definitely may gonna have to gear up for because there may be certain things you you might consider austere conditions, you know, or you know, um, kind of remote. But other than that, pretty much, it's, it's pretty. Um, it's pretty, um, got some pretty westernized, got a, a pretty good standard, but it's, it's up and coming, so it's not going to be 
like um, I guess the maybe Western wealthy nations, you know, like the United States or and Cam talking about everywhere is not you know certain parts obviously um, much more developed than others, you know. But the um, further out, you know, certain locations may be a bit more, or they may be um, somewhat, you know, behind, somewhat. But um, they do have, you know, obviously technology, internet, you know, like in any other place. But you get what you pay for. So if you're going to um, make a trip to Ghana, you know, definitely um, check with your, your travel agent. And um, if you want to westernize, a hotel of West Nice standards, then you're just gonna have to pay. Um, you know, you're gonna have to pay more for it, you know. So make sure you, you prep for it. So I would recommend um, see a travel agent. You know, go online, research, you know, and check it out. But it's definitely uh, a beautiful place, and it really is beautiful, and the people are wonderful. Uh, let me see. Do I have really anything else? I I can't really think of everything for Ghana because it's in my head, and I've been really going. But all I can say is that I did have a have a great time. But if for you investment junkies out there and you're looking to um, diversify your portfolio, I would recommend take a look at Ghana and then you make your own decision on what you want to do um, from there. But and I will be going back. You know, buy me some land and build a house, and then I plan on uh, eventually buying some more real estate and and, and property. You know, over there because it's um, really cheap to be honest with you really cheap and especially you know if you live in expensive places like Hawaii, California um, New York you know on the east coast DC you know Boston you know it's I mean it's cheap cheaper than even the um, the rural parts of, of America but for us that live in um, these um, high cost of living areas Ghana is I mean it's really cheap but yeah, on my Sunday um, afternoon ride around here, you know, on my way to just DoorDash just for a little bit, for a little bit, you know, throw a, get a little spare change in there, you know, off of this gig economy, you know, shoot, that gig economy, you know, shoot, help me pay for that business class ticket. And when I was on that flight, you can best believe, because business class, once it goes international, um, converts to first class. Every bit of that good champagne that they was pouring out, you best believe. I was fixing my mouth to drinking and raising my glass, getting toasty off the good stuff. You know, but yeah, out here in Cali, just chilling. You know, before I get ready to turn this, um, turn this app on and do a little bit of DoorDash and make a little bit of change. And then after that, I'm going to call it, call it a day or an evening and get back to the crib and get myself prepared for tomorrow get up get me a nice um early early morning run you know so i can get my head right you know for me it's like i gotta i have to have some physical activity you know it helps um you know get them endorphins kicked in and i feel better so you know but yeah but guys um i'm getting ready to um, cut this podcast short for now. I'm getting ready to switch my DoorDash app on and do my thug thizzle, you know, make a little bit of spare change. Y'all, y'all know how it is. We doing what we do. You know, a little, little spare change, you know, for the pockets. <laughs> you know, but um, thanks, guys, for listening. 
to the podcast. You know, I really appreciate it. And again, um, check out my YouTube channel. Please subscribe and, you know, like and share. You know, my YouTube channel, I, I um, you know, focus, I do stuff for the military, trying to tell people how to succeed in the military. I talk about, you know, travel, you know, um, you know, just um, life advice, you know, among among other things, you know. So, you know, I, I think my channel is pretty cool, but it's still it's obviously relatively new, you know. But check me out, you know, and please subscribe and, and share. And also share the podcast, share the podcast, um, you know, friends, family, and whoever. All right, guys, but YouTube channel is um, Eric Broadus YouTube. That's E-R-I-C-B-R-O-A-D-U-S, guys. And um, I'll see you on, a, on the next podcast. All right, peace, guys. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. The custom of bumping glasses with the cheers came from old Rome. When in Rome, cheers! A pork crown roast with cranberry stuffing deserves a ripe, fruit-forward Cabernet from Paso Robles. Let me help you find the perfect bottle. Looking for the right wine for a meaningful gift? Consider me your wine concierge. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. There's something celebratory about bubbles. Our ridiculous selection of champagne and sparkling wines will make the holidays pop. Who couldn't use a friendly wine elf? I can help you find the perfect bottle at just the right price. Deep frying a turkey this year? A rich and earthy Chateau Neuf de Pop would make an interesting pairing. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!